Welcome in to another edition of the channel podcast. I'm your host, Rainy, alongside Austin and Lacey. And it's time to overreact. It's time to week one overreactions because everyone's overreacting. It's week one. No one knows what's really going to play out throughout the season, but we're here to overreact. So let's do it, guys. I'm pumped. We finally have something to talk about on this podcast besides previews and predictions and blah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. We got something to talk about. So let's talk about it. How we doing? We're doing good, man. We're doing good. Uh, one and zero. We're one and zero. We are one and zero, and that's all. You, that's all that matters. We are one and zero. Lacey, how are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. Um, went back and rewatched the game again t- today. I've watched it twice because I didn't get to watch it when we actually played out of work. Yeah. Um. So I followed along on the ESPN app, and let's talk. Like speaking of the ESPN app, like as much money as they have, they they really, really, really need to really fix their whole algorithm or however they do their whole, you know, update thing, because it'll, it'll tell you like up to the play. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, it'll go back three plays to where like, say that Bowling Green would turn it over or whatever. And then like, we would get like a first down, blah, 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 blah. And then it would say so-and-so turnover. And I would think that we turned it over and I would be like freaking out. And then, but really I'd have to look up and see that it was saying that Bowling, I mean, it's just, Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a rant so early, but yeah, it was really difficult. But I went back and watched it again today after I watched so much college football yesterday, and um, I definitely overreacted a little bit. It made me realize that I overreacted a little bit when I compared it to other games I watched. So, yeah, yeah, it's 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 after watching uh, after watching all the other games, I, I feel like you can't really. You can critique the Tennessee Vols in their game, but a lot of teams struggled. A lot of teams, a lot of teams struggled. It was it. Was, a lot of teams just didn't really know it. Like their their play calling was terrible. Their their they just weren't in sync yet. It's week one, and that's why I'm saying we're going to do the week one overreactions because we always overreact in week one because we don't know what anyone is yet. But there was a bunch of teams that struggled, and it was. It was just so beautiful. Well, we're also Tennessee fans, so we expect the worst. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's, we're... That's, true. that's true as well. That is true as well. But it was, it was, it was just beautiful to sit on the couch all day long. I mean, I had friends calling me, "Hey, like, when you want to go to the river, you want to go golfing." I'm like, "No, I'm going to sit on this couch all day long <laughs> and do yeah. absolutely nothing and watch football all day." And that's what I did, and it, it just felt so good. I, I, I enjoyed every second of it. It was so incredibly fun to me so good but um go ahead Austin yeah uh, same thing pretty much I mean I I I didn't get to watch probably as much as you guys so I was doing some stuff but I from what I saw I mean I saw mostly most yesterday I watched the whole Georgia game and most of the early games just the middle I missed but um but yeah considering every how everyone else looked I think we looked Pretty decent. Of course, we we might be playing an easier team than a lot of teams by yeah. by a good bit. But yeah. either way, either way, but, we looked okay for yeah. considering everything. And, um, and it goes. It goes. It, it 
uh, Josh Hype watched the game. He said, he said, um, he basically came out and said, listen, guys, it's week one of year one. He's like, we've got a lot of things to work on. And he's right. He's right. They do got a lot of things to work on. They got a brand new quarterback, lost half their daggum team to other teams, which we'll talk about that as well. But I, uh, there were some things that were very eye opening in the Tennessee game to where you're just like, man, they got to really, <sighs> they got to really fix that. And some things that were pretty good. And I want to touch on this real quick. Uh, the things that I thought that were really, really good were, of course, the running games, the running back. Uh, Theo Jackson, holy cow. Mm-hmm. was He reminded me – it was kind of like he reminded me of Rashad Galden there for a little bit, some of the things that he did. But he was, seems like a little bit more swift and a little bit more quicker um, to, to tackle players. But that was a real positive. But I know it was Bowling Green, but our offensive line looked pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good for the whole yeah. game. Like, pretty good. That I mean, there was it was there was certain players that we don't even think about or talk about that really. I mean, yeah, we talk about them, but not to the level that we do other players that just kind of showed out that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. I mean, and there to me, it's like some of these players, they've been on the team, they've been there, and you just never heard anything about them under Pruitt. But you can tell like they're adapting to Hopple's uh, game plan so much better, more in shape, so yeah. much more in shape. Have you, did you guys notice like how the difference and how in shape yeah. we were compared to the yeah, Pruitt? I did. Yeah, majorly. Uh, I Isaiah I love Simmons. Line. Our whole D line was so electric. Like Jacon Blakely and Elijah Simmons and Tyler Barron. Like they were I just Barron was all over the place. He was. I he don't was. know why I always call him Isaiah. Uh, Elijah Simmons. Elijah Simmons. Yeah, he. Yeah. I always call him Isaiah. The first possession of the that Bowling Green had Elijah Simmons just. And it, he was going up against a walk-on center, but still, it was funny to watch because he literally just t- took the guy and just, like his small child, and picked him up and just ran with him backwards. And it was, mm-hmm. man, that guy is so scary. I, I would never want to ever get in a conversation with Elijah Simmons because he's just a massive bowling ball of aggression, and I would never want to ever get have to line up. Ever against, piss him off. Yeah, ever, ever. Like, <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, I, I like I said, there's there's some things in the game, and we'll get to that as well. But I want to get to the the positives first because um, we all know where we're going later. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to critique it. Of course we are. But I mean, it's not it's not for the most part on 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 volunteer Twitter. The most part on vol Twitter, it wasn't. And I had my moments where I got angry, of course, because I had a lot of alcoholic beverages, and when I have a lot of alcoholic beverages, I speak my mind. Going, second quarter yeah go, yeah yeah going yeah. going back and watching it again uh it's a lot easier to watch it when you're not uh absolutely hammered um and critique it than just being in the moment like i said it's overreaction week one it's gonna happen but it's gonna happen pretty much every game with our fan base because we're just so hungry for anything good and it wasn't it wasn't too bad the 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 first two drives you could tell they were scripted you could tell they were scripted and they executed it perfectly. Um, and I, I don't really care. Uh, I've said the talking about Bowling Green is Bowling Green, but I don't care. I want to talk about how we executed. I don't want to talk about the opponent. Uh, I, I think they did, did it well. For me, and I want to get you all take on this as well, I, I am not a big fan of how fast they go. Like, it's just – it's it's. I think it 
it hurts them in a way because it's just I just don't like it. Currently, it hurts them, in my opinion. Like uh, when it's a new team trying to adjust it, it can really hurt you with the guys not knowing where they should be. Yes, I agree with that too. Um, Yeah, I mean, I can, I kind of agree with Austin, but at the same time, I feel like uh, compared, I was looking at the statistics on how many plays on offense or just in general that were played during the Pruitt years versus now. I mean, obviously I was like, I was cracking up because I'm like, they, they're having to stop the game because we're trying to move so quick that we can't even get the chains moved. Yeah. And, um, so, I mean, like, yeah, maybe slow down a little bit, but I really do think looking at like after watching other teams play yesterday and how, and I know that it's the first game I have to say over and over again, okay, Lacey, it's the first game, but, and all other teams are, you know, having their own problems, but unless you're Alabama, but not even go over there right now. Um, but, um, (laughs) uh, at the same time, it's like, I feel like this offense is fast paced. If they go up against a team that even if they Mm -hmm. practice it, I mean, when you're playing Tennessee, you're only going to spend a few practices on specifics against Tennessee so I don't think you can really unless you're preparing all season for that fast of an offense then the other team's going to get exhausted and I think that it's possible that Tennessee could win a game that they're not supposed to just because the the defense gets exhausted from how fast paced it is because I mean just seeing how more in shape I think that was probably my biggest takeaway from the game is the fact that the players just look so much more in shape. They're not like looking like they're about to just pass out and die. Like Georgia, like Georgia State rings in my mind. Um, even South Carolina ish after halftime last year, first game, it's just they just look absolutely just ga- gas. Yeah. Think, and here's a big reason, Lacey. I think that is we went to every single Jeremy Pruitt game last season. I don't think it's much of being gassed as it is being mentally just mentally gassed where mm-hmm. they're not ha- they're not happy they're not having fun and it's just their body language and I, I talked to someone that was sitting very close to the bench uh, for the first game and I asked him I was like how was the energy you know how was the energy for the you know the the first game how was the energy out there on the bench after plays after things went wrong after things went right. I was like, how's the energy? Because under Jimmy Pruitt, there was no energy. I mean, absolutely no energy on that sideline. And like, and, and the, and the guy said, dude, the energy was, it was pretty good. He's like, even, even a mistake. He said, Joe Milton would, would come, you know, to the sideline after, you know, standing like a statue in the, uh, in the, in the pocket. Like I've never seen that before in my entire life. Uh, time out. No time out. That gave me flashbacks to the Auburn uh, game last year where a former quarterback threw it. He stood there and it looked like he stared off into space and he threw that pick six and it gave me a flashback. So yeah, the whole statue thing, I've only seen it like a couple of times before, but it kind of made me nervous. Yes. And and for people that, okay, I saw this all over Twitter when this happened, I was like, stop standing so flat footed like a statue. And people were commenting on like, Oh, he was told to do that. Dude. No one is told to do that. Oh, it is something though. Josh Heupel teaches all his quarterbacks. I mean, that's no, what that's I how get, Drew Locke was at Missouri. I get that, but he wasn't. He just didn't stand there 
that that's yeah. that's not coach. You're not coached like that, because every time he came back to the huddle, Josh Hype will look at him, and it was almost like not the huddle, but the sideline. Josh Hype will look at him like pat him on his, like like his helmet. It was like kind of like okay, you gotta you can't be sitting back there like that. You gotta you gotta you gotta move around a little bit because there's he's no- not gonna have that time. He's not gonna have the time that he yeah. did. No, he won't. In other games, like, like he did against Bowling Green, though. That's what that's what like, scares even me. Even though like, our offensive line looked good, he's not going to have that time. Yeah. No, and I think that it's like I said, you're not supposed to do that. And people that are saying, oh, he was told to do that. He might have been told to stand there and just like kind of look around and make it the best decision. But you don't stand that straight up and just look around like you're just playing like seven on seven. That's, that's, and, the only problem I have with that is he would do that and then he would direct his wide receivers where to go and then overthrow them. So, and he overthrew them because he was standing so straight up. You can't stand straight up and throw an accurate pass. It's just, that doesn't work. You've got, okay. you got to throw off your back foot. I mean, not your back foot. You got to lean off your back foot and throw off your front foot. You can't, you can't stand straight up like that. You're just going to, you're going to miss guys all day long. So, yeah. um, and I, yeah, I agree. It's, it's a interesting Thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. if this is something in Josh Hopper's system, then it's kind of concerning. I just don't understand why you want your quarterback be so, be so like statue, like a statue in the pocket, like yeah. against better teams, you're going to get sacked. And oh, you're getting like, hell, hell, he was strip sacked against yeah, Bowling Green. Standing like that, yes, he was. Yeah. And I don't know. Week one overreaction. I don't know if. If, if he just didn't run fast because he was not wanting to get injured or anything like that, I have no clue. But to me, he seemed really slow. I mean, really slow to be – because I've heard he's like the third or fourth fastest guy on the team. There ain't no freaking way that he's a third or fourth fastest guy on the team. Um, but I, I just – I'm praying that he was not showing – his scrambling ability because he didn't want to get injured against Bowling Green because you, you never have once in your mind like, oh, they're going to lose this game. I mean, no, no, not once. No. Not once. I mean. If we kept forcing the passing game, I think we could have like only won by like 21 to six or something. Yeah. But I, I was thankful for in the second half, we um, we we realized, okay, we're not going to pass. Let's just don't pass. We got to, we're just going to win this game. And we stuck it on the ground and, you know, won the game 38 to six. Mm-hmm. I'm ha- I'm happy they they didn't like the previous coaching staff would have probably forced the issue and and just made them keep trying the same thing over and over again even if it wasn't working. Yeah, and that's that's another thing too, uh, Austin. Uh, you said second half they came out and run the ball. That's called adjustments, and it's, <laughs> it's nice to see a coach adjust to something that actually works and not yeah. uh, you know it's not a change of pace. It's not a change of pace. Hey, this is working. Let's just. Keep doing it because they can't stop it. So you mm-hmm. might as well keep doing it. So seeing adjustments was was nice. They did adjust in the second half um, after that abysmal second quarter. I don't know what the hell that quarter was. I mean, that- I mean, we touched the ball twice. That's the scary thing about Josh Josh Heupel's offense. You can go three and out so fast and mm-hmm. just leave uh, their offense on the the other team's offense on the field all day. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's scary. It is week one, though. I mean, it's week one. I'll give him that. It's week one. I mean, there's room for mistakes. I just hope you get them all sealed up. 
Yeah. I, I mean, you do make your biggest improvements from week one to week two. You that do, is true. You do see that. And that's um, – I'm hoping that we see some 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 big improvements uh, with the quarterback play because he didn't – okay, I don't care. He, he didn't play good. I'm just going to say it. He didn't play good. I don't care. He didn't play good. Um, he made some plays that receivers should have caught the ball, some really pretty throws that receivers should have caught the ball. Um, they, they'll fix that. Jalen Hyatt, Hyatt doesn't drop many passes. He's not. He's not a. He's not butterfingers out there. He's. I think it was just that week one nerves and week one trying to get everything you know in rhythm and all that stuff. He's he's not going to drop balls like that. Um, he never has. Um, uh, but I think uh, I think that that if he Joe Milton plays like that. Um, throughout the game next week against Pitt, then he's there's no way you can keep him in the game. You, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to try something different. Yeah, there needs to be some improvement. I I don't know how long his leash will be mm-hmm. because I don't know how long he's been. I've heard he's been leading the charge at camp, like the leader in the clubhouse for a while now. Yeah. But but uh, I I just don't feel like this guy. Should be the head and shoulders above starter if this is if this is how good he is. Of course, it was week one, so he has some time to improve. But yeah. you gotta, you gotta, and, uh, you gotta yeah. be better than that. You gotta be better than you, that. So it, you're it, gonna get beat by a lot of teams playing like that. Yeah, and um, I, I'm interested to see what happens. Really interested to see. Yeah, and I'm also I also think as well that he was trying to hit the big play too much. Yes. Yes. At a front. Just find that open guy. Feel like he was trying to be a highlight reel, and um, there was one play in particular that he could have hit uh, Tillman and Strahd, yeah, and let him run it in. But he waited too long because he wanted to make the deeper pass into the end zone. Yes, and he overthrew it. Yes, you know which one I'm talking about. Where he yes. could have yes, if he, he he had him wide open and he could have just but he he wanted to throw the long ball instead of throwing a shorter pass and letting him run because he had the guy beat. But, yeah. Maybe, that I think that he was trying to go for the bigger play. And yeah, he does seem like he likes to be the highlight reel guy because if you notice, like, um, Tyon Evans, I think, carried the ball for, what, like 60 yards on one of our drives, and, he, and then and then Joe Milton on the RPO just has to run in for the touchdown. Yeah. It's almost like you wanted the praise for all the work Tyon did. Yeah. Well, I – I guess I mean uh, I don't think necessarily no I don't I mean I have no idea uh, I I kind of looked at the celebration I was too I was looking too hard at the celebration like there was no like celebrating with Tyon I'm like dude just ran for sixty yards down the field yeah and speaking like, of, did, did all your work for you speaking of Tyon that guy's good he's good I guess oh, yeah. he's good he reminds me of a better version of Rajon Neal the way he runs yeah the, the way he moves his legs when he runs it's like so quick. When he runs, it's like really small strides, but they're like really quick strides. Like, um, he he kind of reminded me of Rajon Neal a little bit. That's who he, uh, I tweeted that out during the game. I think he reminded me of Rajon Neal a little bit. Um, a lot of people said like Maurice Jones Drew. I was like, I don't, well, I don't see that. <laughs> but um, uh, someone said he kind of looked like Kamara at times. Which I went back and watched him. Like he did have some shifty moves, kind of like Kamara does. But um, 
But you can't. He's good. He's good. Um, you just can't compare him to anybody, really. But that's the closest, you know. What was he? Of a three star? Huh? Oh, sorry. I, what was no, he? A three star? Tyon Evans? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what he was coming out of high school, but he was one of like the best Juco running back in them. Yeah. I, that. I, I remember we were like battling with South Carolina for him. I'm really yeah. happy we got him. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, speaking of Kamara, so after uh, because I had to watch the game after Vol Freak. Shout out to Vol Freak on YouTube because that's without yeah. you, I would have had no way to watch the replay of the game unless I st- strategically scheduled it when the SEC Network would replay. But anyway, um, after like you know how when you're watching a YouTube video and then it'll automatically load the next video. Yes. So it the video that it automatically loaded was the 2015 Bowling Green game. Oh, yeah. And I'd been saying, like, after watching football all day yesterday and watching all these other teams, I'm like, why are we the way we are? Why do we – I mean, this is first year with a new coach after Jeremy Pruitt sat a freaking atomic bomb on off within the program. Like, why do we expect so much? And then I go, of course, when that came on, I had to start watching yeah. it. Like, you can't just not watch – and then you see all the players that were on that 2015 team. And it's like – and we were, that was the – again, that was the bowling – Tennessee Bowling Green 2015, the one at Nissan Nis- Stadium. Mm-hmm. And you see all the players that were on that team. Kamara, her, Jennings, and it was like um, – well, I can't remember who it is. It was like said that – or Sean Golden was out, Pig Howard out. Uh, I think Pig Howard was on that team. Huh? I don't think Pick yeah. Howard. Oh, well, Pick Howard and Kurt Midget were on that. Team, we're on that team. They, uh, they were. Howard, in, yeah. Pick Howard got kicked out, kicked off after the Oklahoma game. Okay. And Kurt Midget was out of the season after the Oklahoma game. Pick Howard being on that team. Yeah. Good. That's what I'm saying. When you think about like the talent, yeah, I get some of them weren't playing, but it's like seeing all that, just the amount of talent that was on one single team in 2016, kind of the same thing. It's like, of course we expect, we, we expect things because we've had them before and we want to see that same thing, but we want to see execution. And we won that game like 59 to 30. So in comparison, yeah, we put up more points. That that was a lot team. Bowling Green was good that year. Their quarterback is still in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Who? Uh, I, I thought I, I was like I uh I wasn't impressed that much with their offense and what I watched, but their defense, I was like, oh my god, their defense was team defense? pretty legit. Huh? Our 2015 defense? No, uh Bowling Greens. Bowling Greens. Green? Uh, our yeah. offense is what I remembered. Yeah, they like stayed stayed with it, us for the uh, whole. Okay, first like half. I said, I wasn't saying they had an incredible defense. Oh, it was just it was compared to what we witnessed yeah. Thursday. I got you. Yeah. Like yeah. their defense, it's just a whole different ball I game. They, I think they beat Maryland the week after that. They they had a big upset. Oh. That that team went to a bowl. I'm pretty sure that that was um what's his name Dino Babers. I mean, he did well there and he got the job at Syracuse. Yeah, he did. He did. Um. It's crazy how bad uh, Bowling Green is now compared to what they were, you know, five years ago. Yeah, I don't know how that. They're horrible now. You know, Man. I know we're, we're talking, but and they were. Well, yeah. They're they're still better than Vanderbilt, though. Oh my god! Let's talk about them for a second. <laughs> oh my gosh! This is yes. <laughs> I was okay. I went to ETSU. I graduated from ETSU oh, last year in 2020. So I was like, but of course I was pissed off because I had to watch it on my phone. Because uh, Joseph was 
hogging the TV with the Georgia game and how dare him. Um, but I was watching on my phone and I was like, I would just take off. I, I almost cracked my phone twice because I, they would intercept it and uh, run. They had a 99 yard pick six that got taken off the board for taunting. Oh, ETSU yeah. did. Can we please let's talk about that for one second, okay? Oh, I agree. I wanted to talk about that about the whole new taunting rule because yeah, I didn't see that. this I didn't is my opinion. I, I, I'm sure that Rainey's going to agree with me. Oh, but the new, uh, yeah, it's rare that we agree. But here we go. I think we might agree. It's so subjective the new ta- like that taunting rule that where you can just say call taunting and it takes the score off the board. That I feel like it gives refs too much power to change mm-hmm. change the trajectory of a big game. Because like you're a big, oh, you're I mean, taunting anytime. Like, oh, he said this. Okay, well, we didn't see it. Oh, but he said it. Like, you know, refs can do that. Like, they can change I mean, it's, damn game. <laughs> they they really can. It's they don't they don't. I, I feel like it, they they shouldn't be able to take the score back. I feel no. like it, it wasn't like a fifteen yard penalty added at the kickoff before, like an over celebration yeah. and stuff like that. Wasn't yeah. that what it was before? Yeah, it was just a fifteen yard unsportsmanlike conduct. And you you need to keep doing that because that interception, him taunting, it had that penalty it, had nothing to do. It, it did not affect the play. Exactly. Once, once holding it wasn't like a. It wasn't like yeah. a. Blow to the head. It had it's no- just emotion involved in, in a yeah, football game. It wasn't game. even. T- I mean, yeah, but I guess by text, but because he slowed down a little, like by the oh, definition, he slowed down yep. and he turned around. And when he was turning around, and he wasn't turning around to taunt Vanderbilt's team, he turned around so he could celebrate because he saw one of his teammates right behind him. Yeah, and, so and he was it- literally celebrating with his teammate. Yeah. I don't understand how how that had anything like unless it just hurt there, Vanderbilt's feelings. There is no effect on the play. That it does not affect the play. That, that, you, that, you know what? He let him taunt because you you screwed up. He he can brag on you if if, if you screw up like that. I mean, it's, it's just it's everything I hate. Like people football. try to defend the whole um, taunting, like having that as a rule because it's like uns, quote unquote unsportsmanlike. I'm sorry, but if you oh. if you look at that, there was nothing unsportsmanlike. So like he turned around to celebrate with his. Uh, teammate and I mean I could get if he was like going and like pushing them and like trying to like you know one up them I guess trying to just pet I guess uh, pester is the only word I can think of right now with Vanderbilt player right after the game but it's like he didn't even do anything it's it's so pathetically soft and the rule says that you can't slow down or adjust your speed it's like if you beat out someone that bad that you have time to completely just basically walk into the end zone, then I'm, I'm sorry, but you should be able to do that. I mean, that just to prove yes. how bad that they screwed up on that play, that you had the opportunity to completely slow down walking into the end zone. Did, were you guys watching? Hey, speaking of, speaking of the NCAA rules, uh, that is just another stupid, pathetic rule that they added this season of taking the touchdown away, which is the most absurd thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Speaking of that, you're you're gonna watch. It's gonna happen this season, where it costs a team a game, like a, like like a big upset. Mm-hmm. Are gonna lose their minds when it costs a team an upset victory because they're so excited about beating somebody they're not supposed to beat, and they're gonna take a touchdown away, and then all all hell's gonna break loose. You watch. I absolutely agree. But 
were you guys watching the Wisconsin Penn State game, which was an incredible game, the best game of the whole day? I uh, just I did. I, I watched it, the but... I watched the the first half where nothing was happening. And yes, then, uh, but it was still it was... like a train wreck. You couldn't you couldn't look away from. It was like yeah. That's what I was gonna say. I, I was like, what the bits and pieces I did watch just looked like an absolute shit show. So I was like, it, uh... was, it was fun to watch though, and and the endings turned out to be really good. But there was one point in the game. It wasn't Gus Johnson. It was uh, whoever it was, uh, the color commentator beside. It was him. Gus Johnson. Oh, uh, it wasn't Gus Johnson. No, no, the guy the who guy. said this uh, said this yeah. it wasn't Gus Johnson. It was uh, God, I can't remember the guy's name, but anyway, um, it's really it's irrelevant. But there was a play in the game where it was a targeting call in the, in the defensive player. You know, they get ejected from the game, and so the guy, the kid, I think it was from Wisconsin, who got ejected from the game. He gets ejected, and then the color commentator, there's, like, plays going on after that, and he's going absolutely berserk. And he's, like, he's sitting there, he's like, come on, it's a play. He's like, you got to do better than this. He's like, this is the softest rule ever. He's like, this is pathetic. He's like, you don't eject somebody from a game because they're going too fast and they collide with someone. He's like, you can't change your speed during a game. You can't change your speed. You can't just slow down on a dime. He's like, have y'all ever played this game? Probably not. And he's, like, freaking out. He's like, do better, he's a play. He's like, this is pathetic. He was like going off like during the broadcast during the game. And it was like the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. I was like, I was like sitting there like wanting to grab like a freaking beer and just chug it. I was yeah, like, it's, hell yeah. I mean, I, he probably won't have a job. I'm stuck somewhere in between on the whole targeting ejection thing because the ones that are just completely intentional. You know, the ones where they're intending to try to hurt the other player. Oh, yeah, yeah. And th- that, they deserve to be thrown out. And that's I'm sorry, they do. But the ones where it's like if someone's trying to play defense and the running back or the quarterback lowers their helmet and it just they just so happen to collide, like it's one of those like clearly it happened yeah. but nobody meant for it to happen. Yeah. Then, no, like maybe if you want to call – like I don't even agree with calling a penalty on that. And that and – like, that's, but if you want to do that, at least call a penalty and not eject someone for yeah. something that uh, it, make, it, it makes a lot of players scared to play defense. Why can't we just judge it? Why can't we just like watch the play and make an accurate judgment of what the intent was here? That's what? exactly what the uh, other guy said. That was an aspect that I left out. What he went on his little rant. He's like, he's like, he's like, that's basically what he said. Austin. he was like, just, you got to judge it. He's like, that wasn't, like, that wasn't very harmful. He's like, he did not mean to go full force on him. He's like, he just couldn't. He was going too fast. He's like, it's a bang bang play. He's like, people that have ever played football, it's so fast. He's like, and that was not vicious. He's like, you got to judge this. He's like, that's pathetic. He's like, do better. I was like, Damn. like in the playoff, we judge teams based on like we have a committee that judges the teams and makes the playoff right. So we can we can judge things. Like, like people can use their own eyes and make judgments. Surely there's some room in the budget for someone who can do that. Well, obviously, I mean, that would make too much sense because they'd rather <laughs> they, they would rather be like, let's have this rule book that we follow to a strict T, even if it does like, even if the intentions are good, like the helmet to helmet thing and all that. Like, yeah, that's meant for the bad the bad uh, cases of it. But when you follow the book so strictly, even if there's like some type of vagueness in it, that you're just making the most unreasonable calls like anything that is clearly non-intentional <laughs> and all that it's you're just ruining and, the game and it gives you're the ruining officials the game. power yeah what, what is the rule it's it's where if you do it in the second half of the game you set the first half of the week uh first half of the next yep. week's game mm-hmm. yep. did you remember when alabama it was um every single week the team they were going to play their their best one of the best defensive players 
had to set out the first half because of targeting. I think it happened with us. And uh, was it Henry T in 2019? I think it yeah, might have been. It was. Hey, oh. Daniel Batuli. Oh, um, Daniel Batuli. Yeah, Henry T one too, I think, I believe. But I think it was uh, – I don't know. He might not have. But speaking of speaking of Henry, Henry Toto. Okay, so yesterday – and this is – this is along the lines of what we're talking about with the stupid ejections and targeting. Um, Miami got several targetings and several players. Uh, I think one or two players for Miami got ejected during that game. But there was a there was a play right after all this big controversy of the Miami player getting ejected. And Henry Toa Toa, I mean, he took off the dude's head. I mean, helmet to helmet. Yeah, he yeah annihilated him. And they didn't even say a word. About it, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. Well, first of all, he plays for Alabama. That, but that's that's my whole meaning. I'm like, okay, like I get it, but that very first targeting on Miami, though, they're I guess their best defensive player, though, when they were hopping up at the beginning of the game and he got ejected. Yeah. Um, but that first one, it everybody was like, how is that target? That I mean, do we lose Austin? Yeah, well, he'll, he'll, uh, he'll come back. Yeah. Uh, but. It, I mean, it was – like, I hate Alabama. but And mm-hmm. people are just so biased because they hate them. And they're like, how is that targeting? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, that was textbook targeting. He purposely lowered his helmet into that guy. You could see the guy was slotted. And um, he just yeah. – the way – I mean, it, the way he was slotted and he was – he yeah, he did put his helmet down, but the guy lowered his helmet even more. Yeah. It, but what was, what was the Henry Toa Toa one where – because something else happened to that play. Was it like a fumble or – uh, was it a pass interference? No, I think it was. I think they got fumbled or something. I can't remember. But the guy didn't. The guy didn't hold onto the ball, and it was after 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 the fact that when Henry Toa I mean, he just he launches himself at this guy and just. I mean, face to face. It's like it was like it was just like a big pop, and I was like, dude, you've got to be kidding me! Like that is just like, yeah, no it, one's looking at. I that? think. I think that some people try to justify it by saying there was too much going on in other places because there was flags for multiple other reasons. But uh, at the same time, it's like that should have been a pretty much a priority. Yeah, but even the announcers were like, dude, that's they, – they're they not going to review that? Like they, the announcers were like confused. Like they're not going to review that or – I was just like, yeah, oh. I remember when I remember when they said that. I remember when they saw the flag. They said, "Oh, I think that's going to be targeting on Toa Toa." Yeah, and yeah. then it turned out to be for other things. Yeah, it was. It was uh, I think it was maybe I, to me. I can't maybe, but I thought it was offsetting penalties is what they ended up coming to, no, and it was sorry. Okay, <laughs> no, I mean you're you're probably right. I, yeah. I watched so much football yesterday that everything kind of runs together. It was like a um, backer holding on Miami. And when they threw the flag, you're like, oh, this is definitely Alabama. They're oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It went you're in like, favor what? of Alabama. It went you're in like, favor of Alabama when what? it should have went up been a targeting. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm you're just, right. I just don't understand. I just don't understand. Week one overreaction, we're doing it right now. I just do not understand how refs can just make that call sometimes and not make it the other times. It just it baffles me. I'm just like, you favor calls. And – I thought it was pretty clean called game for the Alabama Miami game. Pretty pretty clean called game. I just don't see like but, the privileged calls in a game that's obviously being ran away with. Yeah, but yeah, call it. If, I mean, they're, if they're up by like thirty points, just call the game. Call but, it. Nor- I mean, it's, I, I don't think it's rational to be have privileged calls in the first place. But it's just like make it make sense. Like if you're trying to 
sway the game in somebody's direction, why would you do it when they're 30 points up? Well, yeah. Well, because that's still, I had a friend over watching the game. He's like, oh, now they're going to call it when they're way ahead and it doesn't even matter. Like just certain penalties on Alabama. It's like, oh, they're going to call it now. And I'm not saying that the rest were just like, oh, it's Alabama. We're going to give them the favor, which a lot of people are. Always, oh, I'm saying that. Well, yeah, I'm saying people, that. I, I know. People Alabama tell me I'm irrational. Yeah. No, People but, tell me I'm irrational for thinking that, like thinking that Bama privilege exists, and they're like, "That's the stupidest thing ever." They're just really good. No, I mean, I'll I'll die on that hill that Bama privilege exists. Yeah, but just all right. Let 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 me finish. Okay. Um, sorry, sorry, I get really really uptight no, because I deal with Alabama fans on a daily basis. It's the greatness of the podcast. It's college football's back. We're excited. We're ready to freaking go, and I love it. Um, but look, just like looking at that stuff, people was like, "Oh, that's not real." Blah blah. I'm like, dude, calls like that make people wonder, <laughs> wonder why people are always like, hey, Alabama proves like, oh, whatever, whatever. I'm like, that, no, calls like that make you wonder, is there privilege? Is there an Alabama privilege? Like, I, I mean. Like, don't leave room for speculation. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just like, it's just like, man, it's like, it's like, if you don't want to, if you wanted to erase this whole Alabama privilege thing, blah, 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 well, then quit just ignoring stuff like that is it it's it's one of those things it's like dude it's obvious like that literally just happened right in front of your eyes and you just completely ignore it um that's that's why people say that thing that's why people say that that so um anyway moving on <laughs> moving on sorry um i want to touch on this real quick austin you back yeah you good okay yeah um um Real quick, I want to touch on this, and then we'll get back to the Tennessee Vols and finish out the podcast. Um, I'm really glad that we didn't hire Mike Leach. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> glad we did not do that. Yeah, that's what he does. They're looking pretty bad. Well, he does that. He does do that. He, like, I think back-to-back years at Washington State, he started the year out by losing to an FCS team, and then mm-hmm. by the end of the year, they were ranked in the top 25. So – I'm they not... won like the last second, didn't they? Yeah, but by one point. Did, did you watch it? Or did you watch what? the uh, last? I didn't watch. The the, I didn't watch the end of it. No, I, I'm no. not trying to act like that. That it wasn't a bad game, but the comeback was so impressive. They just looked so dominant in the comeback. Oh, you talking about Mississippi State? Yeah, they yeah. did. Because I I was at the house and it was like what thirty to it was like thirty one to fourteen or or thirty to fourteen. I can't remember what the score was. Anyway. It was 31-14, I, I believe, because Mississippi State was leading 14 to nothing, and then they went on like a 31 to nothing run um, to get way ahead of Mississippi State. And so me and my buddy, we left to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, and we get there, and they've already scored like two touchdowns. I'm like, dude, what the crap happened? We were gone for two minutes. But I'm guessing – I didn't see it, but I'm guessing it was pretty, like you said, also a pretty dominating um, comeback. I mean, you have to take into account that it is Mississippi State too. I mean, they don't they don't get like Dan Mullen top talent at Mississippi State that often. I don't know. I just it's probably my bias. You can still the state of Mississippi, which has a crap ton of talent. I think they're better than Arkansas. Oh, I mean, honestly, at this point, right now, like I'm not saying Mississippi doesn't have talent. I'm just saying the talent usually ends up elsewhere. Right, Um, Austin. What yes. I saw, I heard you. I heard you. I saw you tweeting about Arkansas yesterday. I didn't watch any of that game. Um, Me really either. I mean, I watched the. I, I kept following the score and uh, mm-hmm. I, I tuned into the game on my phone. But um, 
Yeah, they they were down, I think, seventeen to three with um rice or something yeah, like that. Rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rice. Not not beans. Not not chicken. Rice. Um, <laughs> and uh, and that's that. That wasn't very encouraging. <laughs> then they finally made a comeback in the fourth quarter and second half all all, all together. And I think they end up winning by fourteen. But, I thought that they looked like they weren't nearly as put together and as good of a team as they did last year. Yeah, I was like not they just took a deep like off. Jefferson. He he did not seem like the greatness that Felipe Franks was. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> yeah, Arkansas. I don't know. I I think I think we're gonna overlook into every single team this year. Or every single team in this first week. For week one, yeah. Yeah. Remember, I mean, think about it. Remember how bad, who was it? Georgia. Remember how bad Georgia looked in the first game last year? And we, I, we were in South Carolina, Austin, and they were losing. Who were they losing to? Good Lord, who were they losing to? Arkansas? Maybe. I think it, I think it was. I mean, and they just looked so bad and we we were like so we were hopped up we were like we're beating georgia this year it's happening it's it's happening even alabama didn't look that good hey, I, hey, week one I, last I year that I, and then they I, went I on to have one of the best national championship teams. <laughs> do what i still thought we were beating georgia until halftime of the georgia game oh uh, yeah well that was the last time i truly felt happiness so <laughs> defense is stupid good yeah I, I i crap on kirby smart a lot like I, I give him a lot of crap, but he is one of the best defense coaches in college football, without a doubt. Those D-lines are just so – I mean, they were rushing three on Clemson mm-hmm. and stacking the crap out of Clemson. It was amazing. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm not going to – Quarterback for Clemson last night? I'm <laughs> trying to say his name. Delargy. like when you first uh, – to a tongue of a low, when you first try to learn his name, it's kind of like one of those names. Oh. Like, uh, well, yeah. Delugi Arley. Yeah, he I did not look good. He looked not – he did not look good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think either of their offenses looked that great. No, no, no. That was a very ugly game. I mean, it was good to see defense. You know, that's a change of pace. But, man, that was an ugly game. Yeah, and I looked. just – I have a hard time even acting like Georgia's still really good. I, I think Clemson – is Clemson a lot worse than they usually are? I, Lawrence. It's really hard to tell. It's really hard to tell because of week one. I mean, you just, you just don't know. You really yeah. – I mean, it's, you, you just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's, big- it's one of those things with all the games it's like is this team really that good or is this team yeah. really just not as good as they usually are or are they really that bad um yeah. like the vanderbilt etsu game i'm like has etsu really gotten that much better under sanders or is vandy just that bad and i'm like probably both but i mean good lord <laughs> they they gotta kick vandy out of the sec <laughs> i mean they do no they- no why? Why? No, I we need them. Like, no. yeah, but when I, you, I enjoy playing Vanderbilt right now. I just, I, it's, I hate Vanderbilt. God, I hate Vanderbilt. Like, I, I don't really hate them. I, I, I hate, hate them, baseball. No. I, I, I hate them in general because their fans are just, Jeez, I just hate, I fans? hate, I, 99.99% of them have me blocked on Twitter, but I think like there's like three. I think there's, Three fans that haven't got me blocked, but they're the loudest ones. 
And, you know, you can't tweet about Vanderbilt without, I swear, I think that they just, like, search Vanderbilt on Twitter, and then they just go to argue with anybody who says anything that's not, like, praising Vanderbilt. And I think they do that all day, every day, and I'm not even kidding. But in, in one of them is this one chick who reminds me of, like, Miss Trunchable from Matilda. And... <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. And Eat I just... the cake, Brucey. <sighs> chocolate cake, Brucey. <laughs> You can do it, Brucey. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, their their fans are just like they kept trying to like, you know, when we lost to Georgia State, they were one of the loudest teams, and it was hilarious that they were one of the loudest teams about it. And it's like even last night they were like losing to ETSU is still not as bad as losing to uh, Georgia State. I'm like, we lost. I mean, at least I mean, yeah, it was terrible. Don't get me wrong. Like you, that was like oh rock yeah. bottom. I'm not saying like it was a good loss, but it was still an FBS team. Anyone they lost to an F- FCS team that has only been back around since 2015-16. And it's like, I- I- I'm sorry, but I'll take a Georgia State loss over that the ETSU loss. And I went to ETSU. I just know that they're just not, I mean, ETSU is just normally not on the same level as what an SEC team should be. It's, it's we played in the 2018 thinking. to open and, the season and demolished we, them. We, we won 59 to three. Exactly. Um, okay. Vandy might legitimately this year be the worst team in SEC history. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> That's not an exaggeration. Uh, I only. I mean, they are SEC horrible. Has ever gone 0 and 12. That's their easiest game, and they lost by 20. Well, there. Did you home. watch any of that? Did 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 either of you watch any of that game? Yes, uh, I, I watched some of it. Um, yes. And I mean, it was I, embarrassing for Vandy. It's, it's just I'm going to agree. Where there's a there was a guy, um, a sports radio talk host up here in Nashville, that went to one of their practices and he got on the radio. And I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I, I, they'll, they'll win some games. But he got on the radio and said, "I just came from Vandy's practice, and I don't think they're winning a game this season." And everyone was like, "Oh no, they'll beat ETSU." Guess- they play. They play UConn <laughs> this year, don't they? <laughs> You, I think that's that, um, going to be a I'm game, sure, man. No, they, they need to turn that into <laughs> UConn versus Vanderbilt, and whoever loses has to cancel their football program. Good God, UConn <laughs> is horrible. They, who did they lose to? They, did they lose to, like – They look better than Vandy. They, they I think they – honest to God, I think they won. Did they no, win? No, no they, they lost to Holy Cross. close with Holy Cross. Holy oh, were, they, were they winning? They were winning at one point because last time I yes, checked, it, I was it, watching it, and then I was like, I can't watch this anymore. It's painful. And you but, know what made me realize? <laughs> like, man, these teams need to be in the FCS. <laughs> it, was, it was a decent game. Dude, and I was like, man, that's their yeah. talent level. Yeah, it's fun. Uh, it's stupid. It's just stupid. Um, did, you see the, did you see the coach hyping them on, up on the sideline? And he puts his arm up in the air, you know, kind of do that thing where everyone puts their arm up in the air and, and go, ooh. Yeah. You know, okay, he put his arm up there and all the players just kind of looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh my gosh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like, we're giving up in week two. First I mean, game. it's just, I it's- mean, like, like some of these teams, it's just Nebraska. Okay. Yeah. They won their game, but they lost in an embarrassing fashion last week to Illinois. And, uh, Illinois lost to who? Who they lose to? They lose to that game? Oh, oh I think it was. Oh, Northern they lost yesterday. It was like one of. Was it Northern? No, no, they, they no. That's else. who Georgia Georgia Tech lost to Northern Illinois. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Uh, let's see. We could be doing much worse. Yes. Talk about one thing real quick, um, and then I want to get to the Pitt Pittsburgh game. UTSA Roadrunners. 
Road. That's who Illinois lost to, 37 to 30. UTSA Roadrunners. Uh, number 21, uh, uh, Washington lost to Montana. And then uh, Tulane almost beating Oklahoma. That's awesome. Northern, Northern Iowa beat or lost to uh, number seven, Iowa State, 16 to 10. I mean, yeah. Lord. I want to I want to point out I want to point out something real quick about another like lower class like football team and their quarterback and then I want to get to this pit game for next week. But did you guys see the quarterback and I think it was for Presbyterian? He threw for almost 600 yards and 10 touchdowns. I, I saw that someone threw for 10 touchdowns. 10. Wasn't the score like 80 some 80 or 90 something? Yeah, he threw for 10 touchdowns. You threw for 10 touchdowns. That's half a season for most quarterbacks. He did it in one game. (laughs) That is wild. That is crazy. It's insane. Really? I guess it was an FCS game, but still. I just love college football. Yeah, my gosh. I just love college football. It's so, thank God. It's back. It's been too long. And we have a game. We have a game tonight. We'll see how that goes with Notre Dame and Florida State, but and oh, then Ole Miss, Ole Miss plays tomorrow. Yeah, they do. I had to point that out since everybody just is always – anytime I say anything negative, like I can't criticize anything Tennessee does ever and, until people are like, go be – why don't you just go be an Ole Miss fan already? And it's like I'm literally talking about Oklahoma. What are you talking about? Because I pointed <laughs> I pointed out yesterday that uh, – because uh, it was the – Key Lawrence just absolutely – perfect demolished hit on Tulane's quarterback and it ended up being Key Lawrence and I, I just pointed out that it was Key Lawrence Tennessee transfer Key Lawrence because everybody's making jokes that anytime you listen to a game where it had a Tennessee transfer player they always they didn't address them by their name it was Tennessee transfer so and so Tennessee transfer so and so it was never just oh this so this person it was Tennessee transfer so I was just pointing out like being a smart ass because like they were doing it during the game like every time just as you know just a little just a little jab at Tennessee, as they always do. Did he even play for us? I mean, I thought, I was he in the class? I think he left before he really got on campus. No, uh, he was there all year last year. Oh. I'm pretty sure, unless I've just lost remember. my mind. But anyway, uh, and then people were like, just because I, point, I pointed out that he was on our team at one point, and people were like, why don't you just go be an Ole Miss fan? So I just needed to point out that Ole Miss plays tomorrow since apparently <laughs> I can't say anything about – except just stating a fact. This pl- person left our team, and now – yeah, so. Oh, we don't need- and Lane <laughs> Kiffin is not coaching tomorrow. We don't need Yeah. That. All right, Austin, here's a question for you. Hmm. Do you feel better about next week after Pittsburgh beat Massachusetts 51-7? to how you, how you feeling, buddy? About same. I mean, uh, UMass might be a little worse than Bowling Green, to be honest. I, I, I think I, they're ranked yeah. last. Yeah, they're the worst team in college football. They, they, and Bowling Green is the second to last worst team in football. Maybe I would say UMass. Uh, is no, they worse. They're ranked second to the. I mean, you, I mean, Bowling Green had seven Power Five transfers. I don't, I don't know. UMass, UMass is worse. I'm just gonna go out and say, go on, live and say that. So you still, they don't have the conference. Me and Lacey, me and Lacey said that Tennessee's not beating Pittsburgh about a month ago. We did we ran through the schedule. Me and Lacey said that we're not beating Pittsburgh. Austin, you still think they're beating Pittsburgh? If I'm saying right now, yeah, I think we're beating Pittsburgh. I'm, I'm about 51 percent sure. I think I think we could. 
I do think we could. I, I'm sticking to my guns. I think that we are going to get exposed, but we will see. I'm and not saying that. Um, for most people out there, I'm not being negative. I mean, it's going to be a weird game. I, I don't feel like too confident. I, I'm like I said, 51. percent Like I'm, if I had to pick, I'm picking Tennessee. But I, I just I'm know. I don't. I know our offense in the previous game against Bowling Green was very vanilla. Um, but so was Alabama's offense against Miami. Very vanilla. But you can't compare the two. But I'm just saying that no, one vanilla compared to one, one vanilla. That's very vanilla. Um, you know, so judging, uh, you know, a, a freaking monster flip. truck in my, in my Ford Fiat. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I hope we get a little bit more. Uh, I don't have a Fiat. Uh, that's not vanilla. I hope we get a little more taste of what we can actually do. Um, because I'm not sure because a lot of people are like, oh, we just didn't expose the offense, you know, for, for, for you know, the tougher schedule. I'm like, okay, that, that could be correct. But I, I I hope it's correct because if it's not correct, then I'm really worried about this game. So, and I said it a couple weeks ago on our podcast before kickoff to the season. Uh, I just think Pittsburgh is more of a rounded team and – Tennessee has a lot of things to work on, and we're about to find out. So, my, so my biggest thing this, is, I've sorry. got the standings pulled up right now um, for the CBS. You know how they'll they'll rank them all one through one one thirty. It's got UMass at one thirty, so last. It's got Bowling Green at one twenty eight, but mm-hmm. they have one. They have Connecticut at one nineteen, and they have Vanderbilt at one hundred five. So I don't know how much I trust this because I I I, I really, honest to God, think Bowling Green. Is better than Vanderbilt. They want to be Mandy. I'm, I'm I, pretty good. I, 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 I agree. In Connecticut at 119, I don't know. The, uh, mm. No. Well, I, what, um, let's throw out our predictions. <sighs> what are our predictions? Um, okay. We'll do a couple predictions. We'll do final score. We'll do a final score prediction and an off-the-wall prediction. So make a final score prediction and then one prediction that is just a random prediction. Wait, of like another game or this game? No, no, no. The, our, our game. Just like a, a score or a, a final score, the prediction of the final score, and throw out a random prediction that you have. Like, like something that happens in the game? Yes. Just final score. Also, you can go first. Final score, random prediction. Uh, I'm going to go Tennessee 34, Pitt 31, and Pitt will turn the ball over two times. Okay. Pitt with two turnovers. Hmm. All right. Lacey? Let's see. This is hard because it's like I was so sure a few weeks ago when we made our predictions that we were just going to lose the pit straight out. And now it's like I'm not saying that we're going to win-win, but at the same time I feel like we have a better shot. So I'm still going to make my prediction of us losing. Um, I'm going to say – uh. 35 to maybe we're going to lose by touchdown 42. Okay. 35. Um, I'm going to predict that 
I'm going to predict that Milton gets it more together. That he's got his. Okay. But he, it's. I feel like it's our defense that's. I mean, we're still going to get the the points, but I feel like our defense is going to come up. Is what's going to ultimately come up short. Okay. All right. I got Tennessee losing thirty-one to twenty-four, and I've got a rebound game from Jalen Hyatt. I, I predict he's going to have over hundred yards and two touchdowns. Ooh, I, I like that. I like I that. We'll I like short. that. I think we'll fall short. Mm-hmm. I can but definitely that is, see that. That is my prediction, and I think Jalen Hyatt's going to have a rebound game. I think he's going to ball out. And hopefully that leads us to win. But right now I just can't pull it together enough to say that we're going to win. So prove me wrong, Tennessee. Prove me wrong, my friends, because – Again, we have to reiterate this. Every football season, just because we don't predict a win every single week does not make <laughs> us – that we hate Tennessee. And that we you just, have me here, but you have me here for you. Yeah. I mean, but it's, it's, just, it's every time, year, though. Every I will be year. the light in the darkness. If we're not predicting that we're national championship bound, it's like, then you don't love Tennessee. You hate Tennessee. No, we're just – some of us try to think more rational. I mean, it's true. It's true. <laughs> I, I, I do hate Tennessee. I love – I kind of like when I, I, I – I'm an anti-volunteer. Yeah. I kind of like when we turn – Like balls have used. Turn on the music of Queen here. I don't invite the dust and just kind of keep talking for a second. Kind of soothing, you know. Maybe, maybe it's just like I don't know if people associate they, uh, predicting that we're going to win with like us wanting us to lose. Yeah. But well, I, I picked Tennessee to win, but I, I do hate Tennessee. I hate their gaudy orange. I hate. I just hate their name. I hate everything about them. Shut know? up, Austin. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how a person puts Lord. on that orange crap and has any pride with it. For themselves, it's just it blows my mind. <laughs> can't imagine. Oh God, I just want to win. I just want to win. I want to be. I happy. can't believe we didn't bring up how uh, last weekend um, when I was I had to drive to Knoxville, and it turns out that you guys were there, and <laughs> um, me and Rainy were arguing over something stupid, like jokingly arguing in our group text, and it got brought up. I don't remember even how it got brought up. But we need to point out that Austin, I said, I'm in the best city in the entire world. And it was Knoxville. And I, I didn't even say Not Knoxville. I just said the best city in the entire world. And you all want to know what Austin comes back and says, what are you doing in Orlando, Florida? I said, I said, Orlando question mark. Okay. I'm trying to guess what a, a woman would think is the best city in the world. Okay. And I thought maybe it's Disney Austin. World. It is me. It is me. That's true. That's true. But <laughs> I, I, I thought you knew we were in Knoxville, so I, I didn't. You saying that. I didn't. So I said that we were in Knoxville, and then I guess I don't remember which one of y'all sent me your location, and it was like four miles down the road, <laughs> and that I was like, okay, we're coming, we're coming by, and Austin, of course, being Austin, believed it immediately, and was like. <laughs> They're coming. And of course, Rainy being Rainy's like, they're not coming. They're, they're just messing with us. She's photoshopping her location. Like, I, like I have time to sit around and photoshop a location. Photoshop? A- you can just change where your pin's at. You can't do that. You can drop you a pin, but you can't, can't change, change the blue dot. Technology the, 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 the blue dot. The you blue can't dot. change the blue it dot, Rainy. where you're looking, man. You're like, if I'm looking right, it's looking right. Like, it's like, it's got that little wave thing. But Rainy didn't believe that I w- was walking through the door until I literally walked through the door. <laughs> yeah, I believed it immediately because I'm, I am, I, 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 I just embrace life, you know? Oh. I, 
Austin is what we call um, what's the word? Uh, gullible. Yeah. <laughs> gullible. I know. I. I mean, I get disappointed, but hey, I'm used to it. Even if he's gullible in certain situations, that gullibility will translate into being right in certain. Have you ever seen like the movie Yes weekend. Man? Have you ever yes. seen the movie Yes Man? Yes Man, I have. You need to watch it, man. That's how you embrace life. I just said you? yes, man. You're like, well, you should watch it. <laughs> I said that. Oh. It's like you were waiting for a response that didn't happen. Austin, okay. I oh. know you just woke up like you know five minutes ago, but are you are you already drunk? No. It is two eighteen in the afternoon Eastern time. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, that was a long night last night. Um, sure. It's Sunday morning. I don't know, but I'm just like oh jeez, I'm just so excited about college football being back. I am too, and we'll do it again next week. I freaking love it. I freaking love it. I, freaking I could go on. I mean, I hate that we I have to. Who's, who's, who's gonna be in Knoxville next Saturday? Huh? Who's gonna be in Knoxville Saturday? I don't know. Depends on what's gonna happen, but we will talk about that through text because no one really gives a damn. Just listen to this right now. <laughs> Sometimes we forget we have an audience. Um, oh, I often forget. Yeah. I feel like that's our most toxic trait. Yeah, that's. We'll be we'll just be talking about stuff, and uh, then we'll be like, "Oh wait, nobody cares." Uh, yeah. Well, no Ra- one. Rabbit trails. Though there, if, if anybody's listened for any long period, of time, they know that we like are. My social security number is. Uh... <laughs> Here, oh, I'm sorry. No one cares about that. Uh, my credit card. The first person that, if they make it. <laughs> First person that contacts me, I'll give him $50. I guarantee no one's listening past this point. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're going to get a DM from some, one of my burners. <laughs> I think I did that one time. They're like, oh, you said you were giving me $50. I'm like, I already gave someone $50. Uh, you're late, man. Uh, yeah, you missed it. The party, you little, little yeah. Okay. What? I have no idea. I didn't know what I was trying to say, so I just made a noise. Don't be shocked when Eric texts you like an hour from now saying, hey, I, where's my $50? <laughs> yeah, because you're probably going to text him. Like, hey, you win 50 bucks. No, he's no, he's usually the one that listens. listens. Like, I guess he gets notifications. He'll, He'll listen to it as soon as he gets a notification. He's like our hot man. God bless him. Oh no! Oh man! Why uh, when I say Eric, this? I mean uh, irrational TN fan. I think is his oh, name on Eric Twitter. Clapton, what are you talking about? I'm talking about our Eric. Oh, I thought Yo, Eric Clapton listened to our podcast. Lacey's learning to explain who the fucking people we're talking about are. Yeah. I thought Eric Clapton listened to our podcast. Man, I'm disappointed <laughs> now. All right, okay, idiots. We got to get off here. I'm done. Austin, go back to bed. I'm gonna go <laughs> do some things and watch some football later. So. Y'all have a great afternoon. Great night. God bless. We'll talk and about go this. Balls. Yeah. Go Volunteers of America. Peace out, homies. Big orange. <laughs> <Peace out. laughs>